What's up, business gal pals? This is it. It's finally here. My brand new workshop, Making Business Doable. I want to help you simplify all the business stuff. You found something that you're passionate about, that you're an expert at, that you can do to help serve people in this world, but you find yourself getting stuck on the business stuff. And this is where I want to make it all crystal clear. So there's so much noise in the business world about growing to six figures and growing to seven figures. And it seems like every focus is on this revenue line. And I want to change that conversation. I don't think it's about the money. I think the money is what follows the work, the consistency, the opportunity for clarity and confidence comes first and then the money will flow. So if you're ready to focus on business, on getting it right, rather than making the extra dollar, then Making Business Doable is a workshop for you. I'm gonna be bringing it to you live on March 24th. So if you wanna sign up and save your spot, go to bemyselfnow.com slash workshop, and I'll see you there. Welcome back, business gal pals. This week, I'm talking to Diane Lamb of Diane Lamb Co. Diane is a speaker and trusted strategist to high-achieving online service-based female entrepreneurs. Six-figure business owners seek her strategic support when they have the desire to scale to seven figures but find themselves near burnout. Diane has over 15 years of experience, and she's putting it all to good use by helping these business owners develop systems that allow them to have more freedom and time to focus on their families, relationships, and their next seven-figure service idea. She's been featured in Forbes, Bloomberg, USA Today, Thrive Global, and Authority Magazine, and she's here with us today to talk all about figuring it out as you go on this entrepreneurial journey. Welcome, Diane. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I'm super excited to have this conversation with you. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the origin of Diane Lamco and how that came to be? Wow. Okay. I know I'm, I'm not going to go super like deep and into the rabbit, into the rabbit hole on this one. Um, but my business as it stands now is a reflection of everything that I used to do when I was in corporate, right? So when I was in corporate, I worked at a lot of uh, financial institutions. I worked with a lot of high-end financiers to essentially build and run their businesses to create the, you know, take their idea and bring it into inception. Um, so I launched five hedge funds. I launched a number of private equity funds. I ran multiple six and seven figure businesses. I think at my height, I had six different businesses that I was running all at one time. Um, and that's essentially the model that I took into my business now, but that's not how I actually envisioned my business when I started, right? Like I just wanted something easy. It's like, I was burned out and I wanted to work from the beach. I wanted the, my Stripe account to ring left, right and center while I like turned off at 2 p.m. and had my ties on the beach every day and like worked a little bit remotely um, from various parts of the world. Um, and my business has been in evolution since then. I was chasing freedom and everything I've tried, every iteration of my business has been kind of in the pursuit of that. And it's funny how things just kind of go full circle because now I've ended up doing the same kind of work that I used to do that I'm so skilled at and now I'm doing it in a slightly different capacity. So like long story short, like still doing the same things, um, but doing it in a different way that really feeds 
my soul and my lifestyle a little bit more. I think a lot of entrepreneurs are after that when they start their business, that idea of freedom, feeding themselves first, and then pouring out from there to their clients and helping serve the world from that place. I love that. So what did you think entrepreneurship was going to be like before you jumped into this wild world? Um, I thought it was going to be a lot easier than it was, right? Like I came into this fear with a lot of business background already. Like I had built a number of businesses for a lot of other people. I managed, I've grown, like I launched all of these businesses. And I thought, how is it possible that I can't be successful on my own? And I realized more than anything, like, oh, there's a lot of your own personal mindset stuff. There's a lot of like insecurity that came into place where I was like, oh, I've always been given the why. Once I knew what needed to happen, I can build anything. But when it came to my own, I didn't really know because I wasn't clear on it myself. I just knew I wanted to be free, but I didn't know why or what I really wanted to do. And, you know, that kind of set me on a winding path where I tried different iterations of my business. I had different ideas that I tried to launch until I kind of came back to like, I'm really good at this. I really like doing the operational consulting. I really like building and strategizing. Why don't I just do that for my business instead of trying to chase the thing that I think is going to give me the most money and the most amount of freedom immediately, right? So that's that was a big trap that I fell into thinking that it was just going to be like, all right, I know how to do this. I'll just, you know, put up a website and start selling. But it was a lot more than that. And it was a lot of me that was scared and was insecure and held myself back in a lot of ways. Absolutely. I think a lot of entrepreneurs face that. I mean, I tell people, if you want to bust through every limiting belief you've ever had, start a business because you'll have to face every single one of them. Yes. It's like a form of therapy. If you let it be like where all of the things come up. (laughs) Definitely. It grows us into a better version of ourselves if we want to let it and we want to put in that kind of work on the back end. Definitely. So what did you discover as to your why? Like, what was the process for you to kind of uncover that a little bit and get more sure in that space for yourself? It was a long evolution, right? You know, I think I got to a point where I knew that it wasn't, I I knew I didn't need more strategy. It wasn't a strategic issue. This is not a tactical issue. This is not a issue with like, what is the service? What is the package? This was an issue with me where I didn't drive anything forward because I didn't feel that strongly about what I was doing. I was trying to chase dollar bills and, you know, hoped everything else would work out along the way. And I got to a place where I was like, this isn't really landing for me. It's not really working. And I went deeper into my own personal development um, and looking at like, okay, why am I doing this? Trying to like, you know, confronting a lot of those scary parts of myself while confronting a lot of like, um, my own self-worth issues, like whether I'm deserving, um, all those kind of internalized fears and traumas confronting those things and kind of led me to a place where it's like, I have a lot of value in my knowledge and my expertise and being able to share that and help other people along the way um, who are coming up the growth curve, because sometimes people just need a hand up, right? They just need um, a quick answer. They just need like a soundbite that's going to help them. And it's going to change the way they think about things. 
And I can do that. Like I can give that to a lot of people and that's more my style. I don't like to like withhold anything. Like, let me just tell you the answer. This is what you need right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that whole evolution probably took about two years, right? Where I was like pivoting on and off my foot on the, um, on the gas pedal and then off my foot on the gas pedal of my business and then off again, um, as I was kind of doing this deep dive exploration into myself, but it really was a bit of a winding road. It took like a lot of different healers, a lot of different modalities to get to the place where it's like, Hey, I am good at what I do. I do have a valuable amount of knowledge and it's really important that I'm able to share it with other people because a lot of people just need, need the information that isn't like skewed with, I'm trying to sell you this. I'm not going to tell you all the way um, because I want you to buy my course or product or whatever it is. And I was like, okay, I can say what I need to say and help other people. And that is a big part of my why. That's why I want to do this. Actually, that's why I went more fully into my operational consulting because this is what I know how to do. And I'm really freaking good at it, but it took it. Like I would not have admitted that to you like two years ago, three years ago. (laughs) Isn't that funny how our zone of genius feels so like, Oh, this is too obvious. Oh, that can't be what people want from me. Oh, it's not shiny enough or sparkly enough. No one is going to pay for that. That's not a course. That's not what you sell on Instagram. Like I need, I need an idea that I can sell on Facebook, (laughs) things like that. Right. We're coming up. Definitely. I love how you were able to get so honest with yourself and back to the core of it, where you can say, if something's not working, work on yourself. And you dove into that and you made that the core of moving forward for you and that you give yourself the grace and the space to put on the gas pedal, pull off the gas pedal and work your business through that winding path. Yeah. It wasn't the most comfortable thing in the world, but you know what? Like, I think I look back on that journey. I'm like, it was all very needed right? There's no way I could have like gone all in on my business and gone into the introspection and developed myself and kind of worked through some of my like mindset issues doing both. There was just no way. So how did you adjust to going from this confident corporate gal to feeling like you had no idea what you're doing as you were going down this winding path? How, how did you cope with that emotional roller coaster oh and that God. emotional I experience? I felt like the hot mess express. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, where it, it's, it is really kind of, it's an odd feeling when you're in corporate, like you get used to working in a certain way, you get used to showing up in a certain way, you, your identity is, you know, fully formed, like as a corporate working person. And I think that people resonate with that because it's what we see so frequently versus like, there's not a lot that tells you like, this is what your life is going to be like. This is what your day is going to be like when you're an entrepreneur. And it took a lot of testing things out. And I'm still doing that right now of like, okay, is this really working for me? Is this how I like my day structured? Is this work feeding me and like like filling me up in a certain kind of way? Like I'm constantly asking that question and evolving my business through that. But when I got started, it was really uncomfortable to kind of change where I felt like I'm totally in control. I know exactly what I'm doing when I'm in corporate and going to like, oh God, I don't know anything. This is really scary. And it took a lot of like, you know, a lot a lot of mindset work, I think is probably the thing that changed it the most was like, oh, my identity isn't just based on where I work or what my title is. Um, letting Learning to let that go. Because it's really easy for someone to say, oh, just let that go. Your title doesn't matter. Physically, like in your body and like subconsciously, that's harder to let go. And I had to work through that to get to a place where you're like, okay, yeah, I feel good stepping into my, I'm a CEO. Like that is my role. 
Um, so that took a while for me to get to versus like where I used to feel like, well, I used to be a VP at a bank. Like that felt really good. Like I felt like a big accomplishment. And now that I'm like, oh, now I'm like a business owner. Like, like it was like, I would shrink myself when I would say mm. it, um, because it didn't feel good. It didn't feel like the right identity, especially when I didn't feel super successful or like totally owning that role when I was like kind of confused. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just getting started. So what would you say to a business gal pal who's had some success in the past and has now come to entrepreneurship and is struggling with that CEO self-worth? Oh gosh, this is going to sound so harsh, but it's like, it's all, in, it's all in your head. Like it is all in your head. No one else is thinking that except for you. I guarantee you because they're all too, everyone else is too worried about themselves and <laughs> to <laughs> Isn't be that thinking the truth? about you, right? I, I know that that sounds so harsh and like, I don't want it to sound harsh, but it's one of those things that like, you get to a point, like you'll hear it in different ways, but until you're really ready to hear it, that, Hey, this is just something that is in me that I need to let go of that. I've been conditioned to think this way. Like, until you're ready to hear that message, no matter how anyone says it to you, you're not going to hear it. Right. Cause I did go through like probably the first year and a half, almost two years of my business. Cause it's been like four years now, like thinking that where it's like, no, no, I need another strategy. I need a funnel. Like there's some sort of like marketing thing online that's going to solve all my problems. Um, but it was really like to the point where I came, where I, I came to myself, I'm like, wait a second, strategically, there's nothing wrong you know, this is all my mindset challenge, all, all the ways that I shrink myself, all the ways that I pull back all the little intonations when I'm like selling, but I don't really feel good about what I sell. So I'm like, Oh, blah, blah, blah. by the way, you don't have to buy it. It's okay. It's okay. Like where I'm like doing that at the end where I'm like, Oh, of course they're not going to buy it. I told them not to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I would say that it is all in your head and that the best thing that you can do for yourself is to really work on your mindset. Cause it's going to be with you. And it's going to be a challenge at every single level. It doesn't matter whether you're starting out or you're like in the multi sixes going to seven, it ha it evolves and shifts and changes with you. And the things that I thought I dealt with, I'm like, oh, it just shows up in a slightly different way. I'm like, oh, okay. I recognize this. I see what's happening here. And then being able to now deal with it and like manage kind of my, my like mindset challenges, my limiting beliefs. That is the evolution, I think, as you evolve as a, as a leader, as a business owner, but it's the one that you actually need to be the most ready for because it will be with you forever. Yeah. And I think it sounds really harsh when you're first on that path of addressing the fact that it is all in your head, but once you're down that path a bit of ways and you start seeing these things come up over and over again, you have more tools to deal with them. It's almost a relief, isn't it? To know that like, it isn't my strategy that's broken. It isn't my business that's quote unquote wrong. It's just what's going on in my head. And then that in some ways is the easiest thing to handle because you have full responsibility over that. Yes, exactly. Right. Like I, once you take responsibility for it, it's like you start to see like, oh yeah, it all works except for me when I don't let it. <laughs> like, and that's the easiest thing to fix, right? Like once you're aware, you can't unknow right? And so that's where you really, like, like, I've seen my own quantum leaps in those moments where I'm like, oh, I'm limiting myself. And then I'll make a big leap. And then the same thing with a lot of my business questies, right? They're like, when you, like that awareness light bulb clicks off, and then you make a big leap because not there's only a few models in business. And it's not really that hard to make money. <laughs> um, it's all the ways that we stop ourselves, all the ways that you're like, 
not confident or not really like sure and projecting that to everyone else, right? It's all those little ways that we hold back. If we're sitting in that energy, other people feel that energy and that's when it gets hard to make money. Yes, exactly. I love this. I love this conversation. So what do you think are some good strategies that business gal pals can use for figuring out how to do business in a way that works for them and bust through some of these limiting beliefs or setbacks in the process? I think like, you know, you said it right there. It's like how it works for you. There is no right way to run your business, create an offer, to package your services. There is not one single right way. There's a million ways to make a million dollars. Just pick one, pick one and go in on it. Right. Like, cause I know that's something that I did as well. And I see it happen pretty frequently now that I'm kind of like, oh, I can see it because I went through it. And now I'm very aware of it where, you know, it's like, oh, I feels like I have to copy this one person or this coach gave me this blueprint or this, this is how they make all of their money. And it's so easy for them. I'm going to do the exact same thing. But if it doesn't work for you and the way you like to operate and what your business is, it will never be as successful for you as it is for them right? Like you have to find your own formula. Um, You got to find your own like blueprint to being successful. And I think that that is something that I wish I had known a little bit earlier because I did latch on to a lot of strategies because it was what people were doing. It's what people were selling online. Um, It's the only way I thought I could make money in my business. And it wasn't until I like came down various iterations of my business, like you can make money doing anything if you really believe in it and it really works for you. So anyone who thinks that like, I got to do it a particular way, you don't have to do what feels really best for you. And I guarantee you, you'll be able to have a lot more results more quickly if it works for you versus like just trying to copy somebody else's and hoping that it turns out for the best. Okay, business gal pals, I just want to jump in here real quick to let you know that the doors to the new Bee Mastermind are open for quarter two. So if you're ready to do what Diane said and create a business plan that works for you to do business in a way that is your way instead of chasing all the strategies out there, the new Bee Mastermind is for you. I am all about leading women to solutions that work for them, that feel good, that feel in alignment. And that's why I've created the Newbie Mastermind. So if you're interested in joining a business program that allows you to do business your way without all the pressure of the six-figure year, then head on over to BeMyselfNow.com slash mastermind and check it out. What are some of the signs for you that you noticed that tell you that you're on a strategy path that works specifically for you? Like, is there certain thoughts or emotions or feeling in your body? What does that look like? So I've done a lot of work to like tap into my intuition because I didn't know that I had it for a long time. Like for, I just thought I was one of those people, right? Like I'm a strategic, I work in finance. I know how to think things through. Logic, logic, logic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I've definitely gotten a lot more in touch with my intuition and it's always been there. And I can recall every single time that I haven't followed it and it's always been bad. So I don't know why I didn't think I had it, but in the last year, I'd say I've gotten a lot more in touch with it. And I know that physically, like if something doesn't feel good, like my gut will just like clench a little bit. And I'm like, I don't want to be saying these words. I like start to like race my words a little bit where I'm like, I don't want to sell this. Like I'm trying to like cover up what, like I'm trying to like hide behind all of my words because this person seems like they're going to buy something and I don't want them to buy it. So I know that about myself. I also know that like my gut will start to clench. I'm like, oh, 
I'm selling something that I don't really want to sell. Um, or I'm going down the path that I don't really want to go down. Like I have like a physical gut reaction to it um, more than anything. That's what I've learned to tune into um, because there have been a lot of times where I've rationalized all the things that I'm feeling. I'm like, oh no, it can't possibly be that. This is a great opportunity. Just do it. Like it'll be fine. And it has literally always been bad. <laughs> There's been something. So I'm getting more tuned to listening to my body. And those are the cues that stick out the most to me is like my lower belly will clench a little bit. And then I will start to like, really, like, I know I already talk really fast, but I will talk a lot faster and I will throw in a lot of words and I'll try to like, get them off the scent. <laughs> like, Oh no, I don't want to sell this. This is not what I want to sell. <laughs> How so do you know the difference between that kind of gut clenching experience and fear showing up? That's a really good question. Like it just feels a little bit different when I think about it and I'm like, okay, like fear is something that I feel in my head, right? Like some fear is something that I am like, oh, do I know how to do that? It's more questions. And it feels more like a questioning of my abilities more than anything else. Like, can you actually do this? Can you deliver this? It feels kind of like that voice in the back of my head versus like, I do not want to do this. I'm having a physical reaction to it. So that's kind of how I, I guess, dissect the two um, is that my fear response is more in my head than in my body um, when it comes to my business. Like if I'm being chased by a bear, I will probably have a very physical fear <laughs> response as well. Um, but for the most part, it's like whenever I get scared in my business, it's usually because of like subconscious thoughts that are coming up that make me wonder like, Hey, can you actually do this thing? It's like that, a little bit of that limiting belief or that imposter syndrome that shows up a little bit or like, are you able, are you really able to be delivered to deliver this? Can you really get these results? Like those are my fear-based questions that kind of pop up in the back of my head versus like, if I really don't want to do something, like I feel it in my body, like, oh no, my stomach is like a, a knot. Like, I don't want to do this. I need to like stand up and take a deep breath and be like, oh, okay. Like let's release this. <laughs> like The answer is it's different for everyone. I love how you touched on that nuanced experience of it for yourself. And I think that's the key business gal pals is really getting in touch with yourself, doing more of that self-work. Like we talked about earlier in the episode and just knowing yourself so deeply that you can say, this is fear coming on. And this is resistance that's rooted in something different. That's rooted in that misalignment. Yes, exactly. Wonderful. Well, if you had to share a business hack or some bit of advice for the business gal pals out there, what would you like them to know? I think that more and more, especially in this last year, it's like, make sure that you every part of your business can work for you, right? It doesn't need to be any other ways other than what works for you. So keep it simple and just do what you actually want to do because that's where you're going to really find success. So I think that that is, if I had to leave anyone with any advice on how to proceed and how to become like really successful in their business, I would leave them with that because let me tell you, I am full circle. I am back where I started and I discarded, like I discarded this entire business model at the onset because I didn't think that anyone would want to buy it. I didn't think that I could deliver it. And it's funny how I took this really winding road and now I'm back to exactly where I started. So just follow what you want to do and chances are you will make quantum leaps. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Diane. Thank you for sharing your time with us today. If any business gal pals want to know more about what you do or want to get in touch, where can they find you? 
Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at at dianelam.co. Um, and yeah, you can take my quiz because, you know, I love a good BuzzFeed quiz. What is the one system or process that is holding you back from your next 100K? You can find that in my link in bio on, on the gram, if you will. On the gram, everybody. You can find Diane on the gram. I love that. And we will put the links to Diane's website and how you can get in touch with her in the show notes. Again, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us today. It's obviously a very deep experiential wisdom and it just rings so true. And I just thank you for sharing it. Yeah. Thank you. It was so lovely to be here. 